Hello, and welcome to Jokestrap, the podcast with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will talk about various things, including life as a comedian and his love of sports. Hence the name, Jokestrap. There is no set schedule for this podcast, so if you end up liking an episode and want to hear more, just follow it on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes, and we'll see you there. For now, enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Hey everyone, welcome. Uh, this is uh, episode 41. This is Jokestrap. This is Wes Hoffman. Hey, uh, how's everyone doing? It is uh, September 6, 2018, um, and I got another episode for you. Duh, that's why I'm recording this. Um, first of all, let me say off off the bat, um, if you're a wine drinker, you probably already know this. Um, I thought I was a wine drinker. Um, I mean, I c- still consider myself a wine drinker, but... Uh, I had opened a glass or a bottle of wine like maybe three weeks ago. Uh, opened a bottle of red wine. Uh, had a few glasses that night that I opened it, and then I forgot about the bottle of wine I had for a good couple weeks or so. Now, now this morning I found out when I googled it that uh, after you open a bottle of wine, you should probably finish all that wine. Uh, within the same week, uh, that's the longest amount of time it should take you. Uh, usually I guess it starts to go bad, like after five days from what I'm told, I guess putting a cork in that bottle, you know, doesn't really save it all that much. Um, so yeah, I went like uh two or three weeks and last night I got home from doing a show and I was like, Oh, I want some wine. Yeah. I used that uh, same bottle, um, that I had for, <laughs> from like two or three weeks ago. And uh, I was like, eh, this doesn't taste good, you know? And I thought that would be it. I thought it was just the taste that went bad. But, man, I woke up at 3 a.m. with the worst headache ever. I thought I was going to, like, throw up and get really sick. Like, I was like, is this food poisoning? Did I get food poisoning from the bad from the bad wine? I don't know. Maybe I did. Um, I actually didn't even get around to eating dinner last night. So I don't even think I had anything to throw up if I did have to throw up. So, uh, but yeah, it took me a good, uh, majority of the day to actually feel okay again. Uh, <laughs> I was like, man, so I got home and then I finally poured out the rest of that wine. I was like, I'm not drinking that no more. So from now on, when I open a bottle of wine, I'll know to finish it pretty quickly. I guess that makes more sense why wine drinkers do that now. Here I thought everyone was just drunk, but no, you got to finish that stuff quick because uh, if you leave it uh, around the house too long, then uh, it's going to go bad. So that's why wine drinkers do that. That's why they're like, hey, one glass of wine. Hey, one glass of wine. Hey, one glass of wine because I got to finish the bottle. And I wonder how much like restaurants, it got me thinking more like how much do restaurants spend uh, opening new bottles of wine and uh, how many times... Are they able to like finish that whole bottle? I don't know in a night or in a in a couple days or I mean, do they use the same bottles more than one day? Uh, there's some restaurants that have a lot of wine options, so if the same customers, if the customers are ordering different wines, it it just kind of made me think about that. I was like, oh, I wonder how many like like uh, what's the safe number of days to keep these bottles around for restaurants? Or is it one and done? Or what are the rules? Does anybody know? Has anybody worked in the, the restaurant industry with wine? That's a question I have for you. You can uh, 
answer me and let me know so I know. Not that I need to know, it's just I'm curious, so you can let me know. All right, cool? Sound good? Thank you. All right, so that is your wine heads up. Do not <laughs> fucking drink wine that you have laying around your house and you haven't drank for like two days, but it's been open. Or, sorry, not two days, two weeks, but it's been open. Don't do that because you'll feel like crap. You might feel like crap already, in which case uh, <laughs> it won't make a difference, but you'll probably feel worse. So do not do it. I do not suggest it at all. That was no bueno. Um, so uh, we just got through uh, Labor Day weekend. I uh, hope everyone had a good Labor Day. Um, what happened with me is uh, uh, my car died on Friday night. <laughs> I went to uh, hang out with a buddy, Jeremy. Uh, who lives in Palo Alto, but he's going to move eventually. Actually, he's moving this coming weekend. But uh, I went to go see him in Palo Alto before he does moves. He also used to be my former roommate, in case you don't remember. But uh, I went to go visit him, and uh, uh, we were going to go head downtown to uh, downtown Palo Alto, get some grub, and uh, I, was, I was like, okay, I'll drive. I got in my car to start it, and then it didn't start. And it's like the third time that's happened in the past month. But then it usually started again right after that. This time that didn't happen. Um, so then we ended up taking his car downtown. Ended up doing our dinner thing like we had planned. Came back to his place. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to try to drive home now. My car started again. So I got home. But then Saturday, I didn't start again. So I tried it again a little later and it didn't start again. So then it was finally time to take it to the shop. Um, now, initially, when I took it to the shop like a month ago, I thought it was the starter. Uh, my friends thought it was the starter. And the tow truck driver, when he got here uh, to take it to the car shop, he tried to start it. He's like, it's the starter, my man. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I figured. Anyway, took it to the dealer Saturday. Um, spent... Uh, it was pretty late Saturday when I took it in. Took it in like at 3 o'clock. So they were closed, I believe, on Monday. And then, uh, so they worked on it Sunday, but they weren't closed on Monday. So I finally got the car back on Tuesday, um, Tuesday evening. Uh, so they replaced the starter. They replaced some radiator hoses. Um, they replaced uh, the spark plugs. They did like the whole tune-up thing. Um, so yeah, now it's running great. Uh, feels almost brand new. They even detailed the inside, which I didn't expect, so it's cleaner. So that's cool. Good good on you, Honda dealership. Thank you for that. Um, it did cost me like a month worth of rent uh, to fix the car. So I guess I'll be sleeping in my car for the next month. Um, that's the trade-off here. But anyway, um, yeah, I got that fixed. So, you know, because I put the labor in Labor Day. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... That was the weekend for the most part. Uh, Sunday, um, I was able to do some stuff. Uh, I uh, I was hanging out with my friend Joy, who was nice enough to drive me around um, as we went and did various things. Uh, we went on a hike Sunday morning um, to, uh, it's called the PG&E Trails by a lot of people. Um, it's uh, a trail in uh, Cupertino. Uh, we did that. It was pretty hot out. There was a lot of people out, too, but uh, it's about an eight-mile hike, so we did that. That was nice, and then uh, 
went out and had some lunch, met up with our friend Brian, and then uh, we ended up going to see a movie later that day. Uh, what was it called? Black and Klansman? Black and Klansman? It's the new uh, uh, Spike Lee movie. Uh, it is really good. You guys, if you haven't seen this movie, you should check it out. It is really good. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I did not know that uh, Denzel Washington's son was an actor, but he plays a lead character, and uh, I think he should definitely be nominated for this role that he uh, played um, in the movie. Um, he did a really good job, and just from watching this one movie, to me, he seems like a more versatile actor than his dad. Um, he seems to have more range, in my opinion, already. But yeah, I would definitely suggest checking that movie out. It'll be worth it. It'll be worth your time. Other than that, last night we had a great show at uh, 88 Keys Cafe in Morgan Hill. Um, good turnout of people. Great comics all around. Uh, we had Austin Blaylock, Matt Curry, John Reinhardt, Shane Rogers, and Jeff Applebaum. Uh, had a, it was a great show. A lot of laughs. Um, and uh, I think the comedians all had a good time. Uh, made a fairly decent amount of tips after the show, which is nice. And uh look forward to having another great show in October. Uh, October 3rd is our next show at 88 Keys Cafe. I have it mostly booked, just waiting on a word from uh, the potential headliner that I messaged to get back to me. And then uh, once I have that set, I'll have all the details out regarding that show. Uh, so that'll be a... Another fun one. The only bummer with that one uh, <laughs> being October 3rd. Uh, that is also the opening day uh, for the San Jose Sharks. So I will not be attending the Sharks home opener this year, which is kind of a bummer. But, uh, you know, comedy first in this uh, case. So I'm going to be doing my show and then just keeping an eye on the score. Um, speaking of which, last night, uh, during the show, uh, the A's were playing, so I actually didn't even check that game until after I uh, finished the show. And, uh, well, the A's did fine without me. They beat the New York Yankees 8-2, to two, um, and they ended up taking two out of three over the series. I actually ended up going to the A's-Yankees game on Monday um, uh, with my uncle for Labor Day. We went to the game. Oh. Uh, it's one of the years where my uncle and I, again, went to a game on Mor Memorial Day this year, uh, July 4th, and also Labor Day, and uh, did it again this year, and uh, they won on Labor Day also, 6-3. to three. They lost the game Tuesday against the Yankees, um, so yeah, they took two out of three. They're now three and a half games back of the wild card behind the Yankees, also three and a half games back in the AL West against uh, three and a half games back the Astros. Um, hoping they could catch the AL West, but we'll see. Hopefully the, some people, c some teams can help out the A's by beating the Astros. That would be nice. Um, yeah, so that's how the A's are doing. I'm actually going to the game again tomorrow, Friday, um, against the Texas Rangers. Um, it's San Jose State Night at the Oakland Coliseum. Um, so there's like a special event ticket where we get this like San Jose State themed A's hat. So that'd be kind of neat. And then uh, 
Sunday I'm going to the game again against the Rangers with my uncle. And uh, so, yeah, that should be fun. Um, so, yeah, uh, speaking of San Jose State, um, they're in the news right now. Uh, their baseball team is apparently on probation for some kind of thing. Two years, the NCAA put them on pro- probation uh, for some kind of practice policy violation. Uh, apparently, no other team has been put on probation for this. Um Apparently, they've been practicing over the amount of time that they should have been practicing. So now they're getting punished for it. That's the way I read the article. I thought that was really weird. They got fined $5,000 and put on probation for the next two years. I don't know what being put on probation necessarily means. Uh, does it mean they can't compete in the postseason? Um, I'm not sh- really sure I understand the specifics of that. But I think it's kind of stupid because... Uh, the article said all this stuff happened under their their past coach. It didn't even happen with their current coach that took them to the the last postseason. So if what wasn't working is already gone, why are you punishing the current coach? I don't understand. Um, so I think that's kind of messed up. Some of the, the players and former players have already spoken on Twitter about it, asking <laughs> why is it happening and it's really confusing that uh, people are complaining about practice. and I don't know. It doesn't really make much sense to me. Uh, San Jose State's football season started last week. Uh, they started uh, <laughs> against UC Davis. And I was kind of thinking that was just the one to throw in the bag, you know. Uh, one of the many easy games for the San Jose State football team this year. And yet they ended up losing. Um, they made it close, but they still lost. And if you lose to a team like UC Davis, uh, you're going to probably be in for a long season. Uh, so we'll see how many games San Jose State can actually muster up winning this year uh, as far as their football team goes. Um, so, yeah, that, was, that wasn't good to see on their end. Uh, the NFL season starts today, actually, with the Falcons and the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, the game was delayed for a while to start tonight, but it looks like it might be underway now. Um, yeah, it's finally underway between the Eagles and the Falcons. Um, obviously, I'm not watching it right now because I'm recording this, but uh, I might tune in for a little bit of that later just to see what's going on. Uh like I've said before, I can't get too excited about the NFL until like closer to no- November around Thanksgiving. That's when I start paying more attention to football. Um, but yeah, and then yeah, like I said, hockey season's coming up, and that's going to be in uh, starting in October. Their preseason starts with the starts on Friday, I think. The Sharks do. Um, so be paying attention to that soon as well. I uh, received a a package, or my roommate and I, we received a package the other day uh, that wasn't for us <laughs> from UPS. Uh, we re- we It came to us on Tuesday, and uh, my roommate just assumed it was for me, so we put it by my door, and... Uh, then I looked at it, and I was like, this isn't mine. 
and uh, I looked at the address on the package, and it was for another apartment number in the complex. But the funny thing was, is that that apartment number does not exist in this complex. <laughs> so our numbers start at like number 100, and this was for number 2. So I guess the UPS guy just was like, hey, uh, your your apartment number has the number 2 in it. I'm just going to leave it here. And uh, that's what he did. So that was kind of weird. So then I had to figure out what to do with this package. Um, I contacted the landlord, and apparently the person that the package is addressed to moved away like two weeks ago, doesn't even live in the complex anymore. So I uh, had to contact UPS earlier and tell them, hey, this isn't for me, and the address that they try to send it to isn't even a, a real address. <laughs> um, so they're going to send someone over tomorrow to pick it up. Um, I'm not sure what it is. It appears to be like vitamins or something, some kind of pills inside this box. I don't know. Could go on an adventure, try some new drugs or something, see what it is. But we're going to be good people and not open the package and return it to the sender. See what happens. I don't know. I thought that was odd. It's the first time I've gotten... Well, here anyway, it's the first time I received a package for someone else. And it's definitely the first time I received a package for an address that doesn't even exist. <laughs> um, thought that was interesting. The process to get uh, the UPS scheduled to pick it up was a little annoying. Like they said, oh, you can easily do this online. So I was like, okay, I'm going to set this up online. And then it's like, this might cost you $11. And I was like, well, it better not cost me anything. It's your fault. It's not my fault that you delivered it wrong. You shouldn't be make charging me to have you come pick up your own mistake, you know. So then I had to call them and talk to an actual agent. But then before I could talk to the agent, they had me go through this automated survey like, are you calling for this reason or this reason? If this reason, say that. If this reason, say this. And I had to do all that. And then while I'm doing that, they're like, remember, you can always schedule a pickup at UPS.com. And I was like, I know I fucking couldn't because you were going to charge me. That's why I'm calling because um, <laughs> that information is not accurate. And I'm not going to pay for you to come pick up your mistake. So... Yeah. Anyway, this package will be off our hands tomorrow. Um, can't wait to see it leave. It's taking up so much space. <laughs> it's not really. It's pretty small, but whatever. Um, it fools me every time I come in the door and I'm like, oh, I got a package. I was like, oh, no, wait. That's the one that's been there for days. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so um, one, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm just looking at the package. I was like, I wonder what kind of pill. Like, you shake it. It rattles. It's And it's from a farm farm pharmaceutical company of some sort in Tennessee. Um, so it definitely seems to be some sort of pills, some vitamins, some kind of nutrients probably. I don't know. I tried to call the cell number of the person on the... Um, on the address label, or I didn't call her, I tried to text her and be like, yeah, hey, have your package, 
It's not creepy at all, right? Meet me at 202. I have your package right here. She's probably like, wow, that's a weird pickup line. <laughs> like, I didn't even think of that until right now. Fuck. I should have been like, I have your UPS package. I'm not coming on to you. And I'm not saying I got your package <laughs> right here. Oh, man, no wonder she didn't reply. I should text her back. No, not really. Too late now. Too late now. UPS is coming tomorrow. They're going to pick it up. You're not going to get your package, lady. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, I've spoke enough about this package. Um, but if you want to talk about my package, still, we can. We can still do that. <laughs> oh, so uh, one thing I wanted to mention. Uh, Monday at the A's game that I went to with my Uncle Lanny, um, Crazy George was there. Um uh, and if you don't know who Crazy George is, you should look him up. It's Crazy with the K. Crazy George. Look him up. Uh, he used to do San Jose State games a long time ago. Um, he also did San Jose Giants. Um, he's done Oakland A's. And he's just this, well, now he's an old bald man. Um, that uh, He's just crazy and bangs on a banjo and tries to get the fans into the game. Something like that. And he's known for inventing the wave which is not one of my favorite things to do at a game. When I was younger, sure, I liked doing the wave. But as I've gotten older, I don't like it. It's where, if you don't know what the wave is, uh, it's when you're sitting in a section and everyone stands up and puts their arm and, like, lifts their arms high so it's like you're touching the sky. And then you sit back down and you just do it section by section so it looks like a wave is going throughout the stadium. But people, sports fans, don't know the right times to do a wave and so it just got really annoying that people were just starting to do the wave at any time of the game. If your team is out on the field in baseball, don't do the wave. It's distracting. You want to be distracting to your opposing team. Do the wave when your team is at bat. But nowadays, people just start the wave whenever, and it's frustrating. So I don't even bother doing it when when Crazy George or anyone else tries to start the wave. But anyway, he was at the game. I took a little clip of it. I put it on Instagram, and uh, <laughs> one of the one of the fellow comedians, Jen Gonzalez, she's LA based. She like made it, made a comment about like how that is totally me. Like I am Crazy George because of all the games I go to, and uh, I was like, all right, whatever. But <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, I definitely know who he is. Um, there's a lot of younger sports fans that obviously uh, don't know who Crazy George is. So uh, it was good to see him out of the game, out there at the game so new people can be become acquainted with who he is and hopefully learn a little bit of history about the team too. Um, so that's always good. The A's have been good about bringing back a lot of old people this year, past players. Um, they did a Hall of Fame in induction ceremony on Wednesday night um, for – their new Oakland A's Hall of Fame that they started uh, since it's the 50th anniversary. Now they have their own Hall of Fame. Um, they inducted Reggie Jackson, Raleigh Fingers, uh, Ricky Henderson, um, Catfish Hunter, who are all already Hall of Famers. And then they also added uh, Dave Stewart to that list, who many feel should be an, Hall of be an actual Hall of Famer as well. So now they're all Oakland A's Hall of Famers. That looked like it was a pretty neat ceremony last night. Um, I checked a few of the clips online. It looked like it was it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's good to see that Oakland is uh, 
doing a lot of things and bringing back their players and honoring their history, um, especially uh, this is a change that's come uh, ever since uh, Dave Caval was named president of the A's and then uh, uh, still got to make progress on getting this new stadium for the Oakland A's. Hopefully uh, that'll get done. Um, uh, Burt Reynolds, uh, he passed away today at the age 82 after Burt, Burt Reynolds. Um, so that's some sad news for you. Um, I know you came here to be depressed, so I got you covered. Um, obviously he's known for p plenty of films. Um, his favorite film he's quoted as ever seen. Uh, that he's done is uh, the movie Deliverance. Can't say I've ever seen that movie, to be honest. Uh, I guess it's time that I finally watch that movie. Um, but yeah, that is uh, something that happened uh, today in the news. And then uh, other stuff that's been going on in the news, uh, you've probably all heard before. Um, there's news about freaking In-N-Out and whether to boycott In-N-Out because they donated to the government party of California, which is so stupid because I don't think politics and food are the same. Um, if it tastes good and you like it, go ahead and eat it. Uh, my dad's a Republican, and he doesn't even cook. So, I mean, <laughs> you should be lucky to have in and out um, And uh, then this uh, uh, Nike uh, bringing on Colin Kaepernick on board um, to be as one of their... I guess they're ad people. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Colin Kaepernick... Sorry, I got a message on my phone and I looked at it really quick. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Colin Kaepernick is doing this uh, ad campaign now for Nike. And Nike's had them, had them signed up for a long time and had it under wraps. So, now they're doing a new campaign and... Some people are frustrated. They're like, oh, we can't buy Nikes now. La, 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 la. And all this crap. And uh, I don't know. It's just weird what people get upset about these days. Anyway, um, that's going to do it for this episode of Jokestrap, you guys. Um, again, uh, stay tuned to westhoffman.com for show information. Um Let's hope the Oakland A's can keep winning. <laughs> well, that's what I hope anyway. And, uh, yes, yeah, uh, show information will be added to WesHoffman.com. You can follow me on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter. Whatever else. Anyway, hope you all have a good weekend. And I'll catch you next time on Jokestrap. Bye.